there's this battle rapper by the name of Giorgio Casper. And he had battled another guy, you know, battle rappers where people, you know, they, they get together in front of a crowd, no music. And they just kind of, to me, it's more so like a roasting rap to me. It's not even considered battling to me. I don't consider that battle rap, but battle rap is just, they, they go at each other, talk about each other's looks, whatever, just more so a roast session. Well, in this particular video that went viral and, and I wanted to cover this one, um, but you know, it, what this guy was saying, I said, you know, it'd be better for me to cover this on the podcast more so than YouTube is change their rules all the time. And I know what this guy is saying wouldn't be something that would be good for them. I can tell you that much. I mean, cause what this guy is going to say is disgusting. So Giorgio Casper is the guy you're going to hear. And he is talking to another rapper. He's battling. Now I want you to listen to what he says in, in his entirety, but we need to talk about a few things, some things that's just completely wrong, but some things that's extremely disturbing uh, for me to hear as a father and just as a human being, but let's go ahead and ruin that particular clip. Your daughter and look at my daughter. Okay. Okay. Whoa. No, for real. Look at your daughter and look at my daughter. Fuck that. Look at our baby mamas. Your baby mama black. My baby mama strapped, light skin, cute as shit. Your baby mama's this. That means pop. You're a rapper. Your daughter's feature's gonna be ludicrous. Now, when I tell you this, I'm not trying to hate, but every time I put up a picture on Facebook of my daughter, she get like 500 likes. Every time you put up a picture of your daughter, she only get eight. I hope that little bitch learn how to fight because you and her look alike. Her life gonna be hard as shit. Your daughter gonna be hard to want. My daughter gonna be hard to get. Your daughter gonna be hard to duck. My daughter gonna be hard to hit. My daughter gonna be called my daughter. Your daughter gonna be called a bitch. Tits on flat and be saggy in the waist. She gonna fucking suck every nigga that give her attention. And after she do, they gonna say, Sally, I need my space. She gonna be getting bent over in them Ben Harbor backwoods getting trains ran on her. And when you ask her where she been, she gonna say, Daddy, it was a date. Your daughter gonna have high insecurities and low self-esteem because she grew up with a gap and looked like daddy in the face. <laughs> Your daughter gonna be a little broke bitch. She gonna do anything for a pair of Reeboks. <laughs> Anything for a pair of Reeboks. She gonna say, time me and time me, and I'm gonna watch her suck 60 of our men nuts in seconds. She's a G-shot. Then she gonna meet me. I'm gonna kidnap that bitch. Drag her by her hair. No, drag her by her hair. Then bitch slap that bitch. Put her out on the strip. I don't give a fuck if she's six. If 30 niggas give me $30, then she's sucking 30 niggas dicks. <laughs> bitch, your daughter gonna know what a brain is before she know what a brain is. Your daughter gonna know what a train is before she know what a train is. Chill, chill, chill. I'm gonna make sure every nigga on earth don't have to plan it in order to drive a spaceship in their anus. Your daughter gonna suck a lot of dick as a child. 
She gonna know how to put the head in her mouth and turn it all the way around like an owl. That bitch's nickname gonna be wild. Cause she gonna be the only clap slut bitch in Ben Harbor that can blow a nigga's head off and he walk away with a smile. I'm gonna make that little bitch whore for me. When I step out the bed, your daughter's head gonna be the floor for me. I'm gonna make her fuck the little niggas on my block just so they walk to the store for me. She probably try to run away to Mexico, that's cool. I'm gonna have my goons check her for the king and drag her back across the board for me. Watch what you say out your mouth. Don't get it swollen, Rock. You already risked your life battling me in my city. Don't get it stolen, Rock. When I dump them in my boat and drive up Lake Michigan, guess what I told the cops? I'm innocent, officer. I was just throwing rocks. You lost round one, you lost round two, you lost round three, and you a damn clown. Five words after this for this bitch. Go sit your ass down. Let's go ahead and break this down. Now, the first part of this, you have two dark-skinned black males, first and foremost. And let me tell you something. As a dark-skinned black male, See, the dark-skinned black woman has been real good at expressing how she feels about herself or how white society has treated her or even black society has treated her in the guise of colorism. But dark-skinned black males suffer colorism as well. They just do not express it. Because a lot of dark-skinned males do not like their color, a lot of them. I can tell you from personal experience at one point in time in my life, I did not like being a dark skinned male because especially in the time period that I grew up with at one point in time, you know, the guys that was Drake color, they was really in at one point in time. Okay. The dark brothers didn't come back in to, to maybe the nineties or so, but in them eighties range, nah, it was the, it was the Shalimar brothers. It's, it's the, um, you know, the Alby shores, the, the Prince, the, you know, well, Michael wasn't light-skinned originally. He had vitiligo, but still, you know what I mean. And being dark-skinned, you know, you always ridiculed. You always with the jokes, you know, about you being dark-skinned, um, about you being in the dark and everything. It's just a lot of things that come along with that. You being called blacky and, you know, tar and all the things that come along with that, right? So at one point in time, I did not like that. And these guys... You know, they still deal with a lot of that. They don't like what they see in the mirror. Understand? So when you have an issue as a dark-skinned male, see, a lot of guys not going to tell you what I'm telling you in this podcast right now. When they look in the mirror, they don't really like what they see. So the big reason why you see more dark-skinned males will get with a lighter-skinned black woman or a woman that isn't black at all is is sometimes it's because they just don't like their color and they don't want to replicate that due to uh, some issues within themselves. I'm not saying every dude that do that is, is have an issue. No, I'm only talking about ones who do have an issue and clearly this guy has an issue. Okay. This guy did not want to replicate anything that looked like him at all. Even though she may be light skinned black, but he wanted to make sure that I do. If I have a daughter, I don't want my daughter to come out dark skin. Now, if he had a son and his son came out dark skin, he wouldn't take issue with that, but more so the daughter, he would not want the daughter to come out uh, dark skin because if he valued dark skin as ugly and he knows, you know, people that think like him think dark skinned women is ugly. Then his thing is if I have a daughter, let me have that with, you know, whoever else that way should come out light skin. 
and because he values the light skin, especially within the female, then that's why he went to the guys of, well, my daughter going to get more likes than your daughter because obviously his daughter gets a dark skin. And of course, you know, when the women heard this, the women, you know, of course, they here we go again. Black men are trash and black women by colorism. This is how we're treated, X, Y, Z. Um, but this guy really, for me, has more deeper problems than even colorism. For me, the, the more deeper problem is his pedophilia. It's pedophilia comments, okay? The colorism, yes, but I didn't hear a lot of people go in about the pedophilia more than the dark skin part. When he started talking about a six-year-old child, first of all, let me, before we even get to that point, why is it today y'all little young Negroes don't have any kind of decorum, don't have any kind of respect, don't say, you know what, it's certain lines I'm just not going to cross. If I'm going to battle rap or what I would call roast rapping, then I'm going to keep it on that dude. It's a hundred things you could talk about with another man in his face, right? You could talk about his overall appearance. You can talk about how broke he is. You can talk about his, you know, whatever you want to talk about with him. You don't have to talk about his child. You don't have to talk about his girl. You don't have to talk about any of that, but it shows that we have no respect. Let's talk about the crowd. The crowd has no respect. Because where is, you know, the, the, the people that will stand up and say, hey, 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 bruh, nah, you better change all that. That that ain't cool, man. You talking about a little girl, bruh. Like, this is not it. Forget that. It ain't about no battle rapping. What happened to the, the dudes that got kids? And say, man, look, bruh, you, the way you talking, this is something you thinking, man. Say, what, what, what man, what grown man at that, they got a child because he said he has a daughter. What grown man with a little girl would even start talking like that about another little girl? It makes me think that you did something with a child, the way you talking. You understand? So the moment he said, the moment that child, the other dude's child is six years old and going into these descriptive sex acts and what he say he would make, you know, her do. I mean, to me, just as a father right there, like, listen, there are certain words in life that's fighting words. And then that fighting words can lead into other things. You understand? But what was disappointing was that you have the other black man, the supposed to be the father, allowing this guy by the name of Jill Casper, okay? He's up here saying this mess about your daughter, and you're sitting there smiling like a dummy. I'm like, who raised this dude? What is going on with these little young Negroes today? Seriously, what is going on with them? It ain't no way I'm going to sit up here and smile while some man is in my face, not on the internet, in my face, talking that way about my daughter. It ain't no way you ain't going to tell me it's battle rap. You ain't going to tell me none of that. So the crowd not saying nothing. The crowd is into it. The crowd like what he's saying. The father's not saying anything. The father is, is doing nothing to protect the honor of his daughter. If you are a man like that, you can sit here and let another man say some pedophilia comments about your daughter in your face. You're not worth having a child. You're not even worth being a father or the title of father. He needs to stay away from the child. I've never seen a man so weak in my life to sit up there and let another man talk that way in graphic, nasty detail about your child in front of you.
And you wonder why we as black men as a collective don't get respect. The dude saying that crap, not making black men look good. And the dude receiving the crap, not making black men look good. Abusive and weak. That's all it is to me. And I'm so glad I wasn't raised like a lot of these new age Negroes. Oh my God. I thank God in heaven every day that I was blessing my father that I have and my grandfathers who's not here anymore. And I'm thank God for them black men, uncles, great grandpas. Thank God for them black men that was in my life. that helped shape my, my thinking to show me what a real man is. See, I, I, as I get older, you know, here and there, I'm starting to see why sometimes why women get mad with, 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 with the brothers or the decent brothers that may be married to someone outside the community. I, I'm starting to see sometimes it's like, cause maybe those brothers, some of those brothers, you know, they, the ones that, that could be uh, considered one you want, right? Because if you got to deal with a lot of Negroes, like what we just heard, and you got to deal with Negroes sitting up there listening to that and not saying nothing, not standing up and saying, what the hell, man? Man, we ain't listening to no pedophilia rap. What are you doing? Nobody said anything. I say, and these are supposed to be the dudes that are protecting the community? This is why we're in the condition that we're in today. This is why, you know, the black man is not taking a stand as he should. And I'm saying as a black man, listen, I get you don't want to hear women telling you anything because women say it in a way that we just not going to listen to. But I'm a man, I'm telling you. This is the sorry condition of a lot of out-of-pocket black dudes in our community. A lot of these dudes, like I said, trust me, they in our way. A lot of them just not going to make it. A lot of them are sellouts. A lot of them are, you're hearing pedophiles saying things like that. If you can sit up there and listen to that and stand there and listen to that, I question you too. If you can stand there and listen to it, you're, you're there and you say nothing. You don't speak up, not a word. Come on, man. How far has the black American man fallen in this day and age? It's only a small contingent of black men that I see today that's trying to hold it together for the community. But the rest of them, oh no, they ain't no early good. They ain't crap. They're not. What woman want to be with a man like that that will sit there and watch and, and listen to another man talk that way about his own child? What woman want to be with that? Man, a woman should never be with that sorry dude and that other one. I, I want to, you know, he needs to be investigated. I don't think he needs to be around his child either. No, ain't no thing. I know he shouldn't be around his child. For to formulate those words to come out of your mouth about a child, no, hell no. He do not need to be around his child. CPS need to be telling him, stay away from your child. We heard that mess on the internet. We don't know. Listen, that is pedophile talk. That is sex offender talk that that dude was doing. And then he's going to come back later. Cause I read an article where he's talking about, he's not going to apologize. It's just battle rap. He said, he, he just, he's talking about pedophile. It's just battle rap. No Negro. It is pedophile. Because you got thousands of words in the English language and so many things you could diss him on if that's what you wanted to do. You have to go there about his child and you shouldn't have to talk about nobody's color. Cause how do you, how do you know? You don't know how your daughter going to turn out to be or nobody's daughter turn out. Nobody knows, but you shouldn't be discussing children like that. And that's what, what you know, it's the mentality. 
Oh, well, my daughter is better because she light skinned and she may get more likes. What is likes? They got people been caught buying likes. You don't know if somebody got real likes or not. This is stupid. But if, but if, if, if Giorgio is a type of young black men that these women got to pick from, my God, I feel for him. I feel for him. I feel for him for real. Cause ain't no way I want a Giorgio around my daughters. Hell no. He a sorry, good for nothing, pedophile bastard. That's all he is. Yeah, I say he a pedophile because any person that talks that way, you're a freaking pedophile. Because no man talks that way. No straight alpha male is going to talk that way about a child. Straight alpha men say, I'm going to protect my children and protect other children in my community. All them dudes that you saw that was weak as hell at the same time. Beta male because real men would not accept that and allow that to go on. They would have checked him. The moment he would have started that mess, they would have checked him. Hey, bruh. Hey, man. Look. Talk about something else. Don't be talking about that man, kids, man. I mean, chill out with that. And if they definitely, he would cross the line about the, the, the pedophile situation. You know, what happened to the guys that have daughters, man? Like y'all, y'all don't think that, that that's foul. You you think that's okay for, for, you know, brothers that be up here doing this. This is very, very disappointing, man. Very disappointing. And I'm so sick and tired of these little young Negroes pulling stunts like this, man. That's why I'm saying, you know, like I told y'all before in the videos, I'm a firm believer now. Two thirds of us is not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've been a converted believer of that. Now I used to say one third, two thirds. You know what? They need to get out of the way. I am not have no problem with them getting out of the way at this point because they ain't doing no good for our community. And you wonder why we got stories in our community of young girls has been, you know, molested. Young girls has been raped and having to hide different things because of Negroes like that. And then black folks protecting that. No, don't say nothing. That's family business. This and you know how black folks have done. Old uncle or whatever touching a little girl and, and end up even getting the girl pregnant. And, and then you covering up saying it's your kid, but it's really that little girl's child. You know what I'm saying? Black folks have done a lot of things. We can't be covering up Giorgio Casper here. He needs to be investigated. He needs to be looked into. Seriously. This is one of the most disgusting things I ever heard a black man say in my life since I've been doing content. Now, I've been doing content seriously at least since 2012. So since 2012, I have not heard a black man be this disgusting, especially toward another child in the black community. But we got to take a stand black men. We, we got to, we got to take our community back. I'm talking about the real strong alpha black males, the real men in our community. We, we got, we got to, we got to deal with those dudes. Those dudes got to get out of the way. They're messing up our progress. They're messing up families. And then unfortunately they, they actually have a voice. Some of them because of the internet. That's why I've always said, uh, Sometimes I wish the internet go up in price so people like them can't afford it. Because the brothers that got their act together wouldn't have no problem paying a higher price. You can call it elitist. I don't care. But some people shouldn't be talking. Some people shouldn't be getting attention. Shouldn't. I think it should be earned. 
we got it today where you can just turn on the phone and anybody can say something. Now, in one instance, that's a good thing. But in another instance, some people just don't need to be spreading any filth. And definitely this crap, where you have all, all those dudes in, in, in that room, to me, are just as guilty as the guy saying it. All of them. All of them. Because nobody stood up for a little black girl. Nobody stood up for two black girls, I would say. Even his daughter himself. Why are you sitting up there objectifying? Are you even objectifying your own child when you're trying to say she's better because she's light-skinned? Do you know that because of people like him creates another form of problems? Because if she's light-skinned, then I've seen it with my own two eyes that because of the animosity of dark skin and light skin, I've seen light skin girls get beat the hell up by dark skin girls. I've seen it. I've been treated bad by dark skin girls. I've seen it. But what happens? We continue a colorism within our own community. It goes on both sides. It's the male and the females. I've seen it on both sides and nobody going to tell me nothing. I seen it. I've seen women tell their sons, don't bring no, no dark girl in here. You, you bring your light skinned girl, pretty girl. They, they have said that. Some of them old women have said that. I've heard that from women, older women sometimes, more than heard it from older men. So it goes on both sides on that. And that is a lasting problem from slavery. That when you say, oh, y'all been out of slavery this long, y'all still talking about slavery? Yes, because of the same problems that started on the plantation fields have been continued as a tradition in our group. And the one thing I can tell you is this. On the continent of Africa, there's no such thing as, as colorism. Because the majority of people are dark skin. I didn't hear nothing and see anything about dark skin, light skin. You, you don't see that. And that's the beautiful thing about the continent of Africa is that you are removed from colorism. Some problems we have as black folks in America are black America problems. It's not a global black people problem. Something like self-hate is a global black people problem. But colorism is not. And that's an awesome thing. But it's going to take black men real black men to step up and, and, and deal with these issues and call this mess out. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the women, they're they going to say what they say and women going to come on the guys of emotion and hurt and all that. And listen, I'm not coming from that guy. I'm coming from the guys of a father. And I'm saying as brothers, we need to take a stand in our community. Look at this coronavirus situation. The, the strong is going to survive. Trust me. And the weak is going to go away and wither on the vine. I'm telling you, that's the way it is. So the strong black men that is here, it's time to, as the white supremacists is trying to reshape America best way they can, they're using this coronavirus as an advantage. Well, we, need, we need to be using coronavirus as an advantage in our community too, as black men, to reshape the black community the way we want to see fit. Because all the people that's been running at the mouth and running things as they want to run things, they, they don't have much of a, of a voice and they can't last too long during the pandemic or during a recession or a depression. Trust me, only the strong will survive. But this sicko, he, he, he don't need to be really sticking his head out nowhere. Personally, every person out there need to be calling this fool out. He shouldn't, you know, definitely, but he's indignant. He made it. He made another song. I'm like, why y'all worried about, you know, what I said? And we have a, uh, pandemic going on right now. Like what you, but you know, because we don't have a code of conduct of checking Negroes and Negroes need to start getting checked. It's just bottom line. 
Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going helps us to change upgrade buy equipment you know eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys so support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate we definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now we love you we cherish you thank you for everything that you're doing see you next time